Hello, and welcome to Being KB with me, Kaylee Booth. I am here to be your bestie when your bestie's not here. This episode is all about birthdays and growing older and my advice on how to deal with the birthday, especially as an adult, and just stating your needs and checking in every year on your birthday. So I hope you enjoy. Tomorrow is my 27th birthday. I was born in 1995, so 90s baby, but like, you know, middle of the 90s. Um, and I haven't, I recorded this before the weekend before my birthday, so I have not had my party yet, but my boyfriend is throwing me a party, although I'm kind of helping plan. And my mom's kind of helping plan. And I'm excited for it. But because I'm turning another year older, I thought that I would talk about aging and just how I'm feeling about it and what are some good birthday tips. Because people can be divas about their birthdays. Um, so yeah. I'm excited, honestly, to turn 27. It's kind of a lame year. Like, there's no... I don't know. It's a, it's kind of a blah year because there's just not much going on. 27 is not a big year anymore. And I guess after you turn 21, there's not a year that's super exciting. People are like, 25 is exciting because it's... um. 25 is a quarter of a century or whatever. But how many people actually make it to a century? But maybe our generation will be different. I'm not sure. But 27 is very unexciting. So honestly, since adulthood, I haven't been super jazzed about any party or any birthday stuff. I haven't had a party since I was like 16. Um. Every year I do like a dinner. I do a dinner with my family usually because my birthday's in the summer. So a lot of times I was home for my birthday, even in college. But sometimes I wasn't. The last few years it's been on and off whether I've been near my parents or not. And I personally enjoy being around my parents because I don't feel bad about picking a place to eat with them versus like, when you're with your friends, it's a little bit more pressure. And I do want to talk about that in a little bit. When you're with your family, it can just be like a quaint situation. And I usually assume that my parents are going to pay. So it's not so much like if I invite a friend, it's not going to be if I want to go somewhere expensive or whatever, somewhere they wouldn't want to go. They might go anyways just to spend time with me and they'll get a free meal out of it. So it's a little more relaxed. It's a little bit, you know, it's the one day a year that I feel like I can choose and I don't have to feel guilty about it, which realistically I don't have to feel guilty even if I'm picking restaurants during the year, throughout the year. But I always feel very much like I have to be letting people be happy before I'm happy. Or thinking about other people's needs. 
So my birthday is the only day a year that I truly am like, what do I want to do on this day? Although that's changing as I grow, I'm being more quote unquote selfish, but I don't think it's selfish. I think I'm just taking care of what I want and doing that and creating joy for myself. So I'm excited to turn 27 though. I, I honestly am looking forward to my 30s because I think I think I'll be doing well. But this year feels nice because I think I'm setting 27 up for a good year. I'm a little bit more stable than the last few years, as many of us are. I do feel like I lost a couple years. I keep thinking I'm 24 and I'm not because of the pandemic. I keep thinking I've like lost multiple years and I'm sure all of us feel that way. And I'm sure especially people who missed kind of bigger birthdays because of the pandemic, it sucks. And I, because it was summertime both years, see, I don't know. I at least got to be with people I liked and have like a little dinner. Cause I think some restaurants were open. They were just spacing people out and stuff. Honestly, I don't remember. Either way, I was with my family and it was nice. The last two, which I was lucky. I know not everyone was with their family, but I got to be with my family, which I usually, that's what I like to do. I like to sit with my family and hang out. This is the first year that I'm having a birthday party again. And I was talking about it and my boyfriend was trying to throw me a surprise party, which he's not great about lying. And he like couldn't think of anything. When I said I wanted to plan something, he couldn't think of an excuse for me not to. He was like, oh, well, I was going to plan something for you. And he, like, outed his plans. So now I know. It's not a surprise. (laughs) But he still is doing most of the work, I guess. I think we'll probably go to Costco and get some stuff. And it won't really be anything extravagant, Um, which I'm still happy with. I, I like chill. Like... It doesn't need to be anything crazy. I was thinking of doing like a park day or a beach day anyways, and now it's just going to be at our apartment, which is totally fine. Although hosting sucks. Personally, I don't like hosting. No, it's not that I don't like hosting. I don't mind having people over. I just feel stressed about like, I feel stressed about cleaning and I have two dogs, so I feel stressed that they're going to jump on people or bark at people and be really annoying. So hopefully it's okay. We have not had a party and this will be the first. And so we'll see what happens. But hopefully it goes well. But I'm excited to be 30. I'm excited to be growing older. I think with each passing year, I try to become a better person. And I think I've been doing pretty well. Obviously, the pandemic kind of reverted some of us back to versions of ourselves that maybe weren't the best and that's okay and I definitely reverted in many ways I've gained weight I have just well I've kind of gone back and forth because I wasn't doing well mentally and then I was okay and then I wasn't okay and now I am okay um and not that I wasn't even not that I wasn't doing well. I just wasn't thriving. Like I was 
a little sad and blah and just very zoned out. So now I'm a bit more engaged. Although I'm not fully engaged, I'm still slightly zoned out. But I think also because I'm working a lot and I'm not seeing people a lot and I'm talking to myself a lot (laughs) with this podcast and the dogs. So I think it's not so much that I'm not engaged. I'm just not, you know, when you're talking to somebody else, you have to be so engaged with what's going on because otherwise you're going to sound like a doofus or you're going to like, be awkward but when you're alone you can kind of zone out and just go into autopilot you know so i'm slowly easing back into not being on autopilot which is great it's good to to be being normal again slightly normal and i'm looking forward to moving more and more away from this pandemic and getting the economy hopefully back together. But who knows? I mean, who knows how all of that will go? I just have hope that things will get better and that our our 30s will be better. And I'm never worried about growing older. Maybe because I feel like I've done a lot thus far. I feel pretty good about what I've done with my life. Although a year ago, if you asked me that, I would have been like, I'm wasting my time. I need to go to law school. I need to do this. I need to do that. But those are just moments of panic where I'm not realizing how much I have done. And I think I'm in a better headspace and looking at it at from the perspective that I've done so many things. And if I died right now, I'd be so happy with my life because I have traveled, I've fallen in love, I, you know, have dogs, I have friends, I put myself out there, I try new things, I am learning not to fail, like, I think I'm really progressing nicely as a whole, so I think, I know a lot of people hate their birthday, and they hate celebrating themselves, or they feel pressure every year, and they're like, oh, another year, why didn't do anything, and To that, I just have to say that maybe that's a wake-up call. Like, if you're feeling that way about your birthday, you need to write out your goals and figure out why you're not achieving them. Like, what is holding you back? Because I've done that, too. I've had years when I didn't feel so good about having a birthday because I felt like I wasted a year and I didn't do anything. And... I looked at it and had to decide, oh, was this because of me? Was this because of a pandemic? Was this because I'm stuck in a place I don't want to be and I can't leave yet? What, like in high school, I was like, oh, I hate my life. I'm ready to leave. I'm so bored, blah, blah, blah. I probably should have graduated earlier. I probably was ready to move to the next step. Especially when you're young, just being in the same place for 18 years or whatever. I was really ready to move on. And so, and unfortunately I was stuck. And I I don't even think necessarily that, that it was my fault. So I should have, you know, I was a kid, so I didn't do anything intelligently. But I could have taken that time to sit down and be like, okay, why am I like afraid of turning this age? What is either coming in this next year that scares me 
what have I done in this past year that I'm upset about or what did I not do that I'm upset about? I just think events and holidays are times people get really emotional about it and I get it. But there are also times to reevaluate your life and figure out do you want to keep going down the same path you're on, whether it's your job, your relationships, your whatever your goals are. Like, are you going, are you moving towards those goals? How do you want your life to look? And are you living in the way that will achieve that lifestyle? You know, if you want to be balling out on a yacht and you're a public school teacher in Chicago, something's not adding up, you know? If you feel a lot of value and you love teaching, okay, great. But you still want to ball out on a yacht? That's like your life goal? Okay, well, then maybe you need a side hustle. Or maybe you can volunteer with kids on the side and you need a career that pays you more. There's just, I, I just think it's a time to reevaluate. And obviously that's an example. There's plenty of other examples. I Last birthday, I was working a job I fucking hated. I hated it so fucking much. I felt underappreciated. I was working in healthcare. I had no say in anything. I literally was a glorified assistant. I just sent emails and submitted paperwork, and it was terrible. It was sucking my soul dry. And I knew for a long time that I needed to get out of that job, but because of a pandemic and because of all this other shit, I didn't feel like I could quit. I was trying to, I was applying for jobs forever and I couldn't get anything that was remotely going to be better for me. And I'm sure, you know, I do believe things happen for a reason. So I'm sure I was just, you know, life or whatever, whatever cosmic energy or intention setting or whatever bullshit you want to call it, the simulation, God, whatever you believe in was pushing me to get this new job, I guess, you know, pushing me to wait, pushing me to take some time off and read some really good books and enjoy my life. So I think Birthdays and holidays are just great times to reevaluate. And if you're upset, there's something, there's a reason, you know? What are you upset about? Are you upset because you're single and you want a partner? Okay, well, what are you doing to get a partner? Are you put, really putting yourself out there? Are you having fun in your life because nobody wants to date someone who is not enjoying themselves? And not to say, I, you know, I don't know how dating is post-pandemic. I know a lot of people are like, it's so different, it's so hard, blah, blah, blah. But I also think, I've had a lot of people be like, guys, don't come up to you at bars anymore. And I was like, okay, yeah, probably true. After um, the Me Too movement and after the pandemic, a lot of people have a lot of anxiety about a lot of different things. And I think that it's okay as heterosexual women to go up to a man if you're interested. I think this will be part of a cultural shift we're going through. And of course, my generation and older is very used to to men coming up to women, heterosexual. 
And I think there's just a shift. I, you know, you may not like it and you, you may be nervous, but it's okay. Just put yourself out there and try something new. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And if it does work, great. I just think adapting to whatever the situation is now is important. And if you're, that's an example of you're upset about dating, but maybe you're upset because the holidays are really lonely and you're looking at your life and you're like, oh, I ostracize everybody because I'm a workaholic and now I don't have any friends or family to talk to. Or I have a really bad relationship with these people because of politics. And, you know, what, that's not worth it to me anymore and I need to figure out how to fix this. Or you want to go back to school. I don't know. Everybody has a goal. And obviously, this is a time that it's very obvious that you're not hitting that goal. Because you're like, another year. Oh, shit. Now I'm 27. Now I'm 28. Now I'm 29. Now I'm 30. 35, 40, 45. It's so easy to get caught up in the things that you're doing that you don't take a step to a step back and look at what you haven't been doing or what you want to be doing or focusing and birthdays really pinpoint that I think a lot of people I won't say a lot of people I'll say a lot of women I know who are in their late 20s early 30s are really feeling that pressure to settle down get married have some kids and obviously biological clocks are a real thing. If you want to biologically have your own children, then it's healthiest for your body to do it before 35, I think, is the age. Um, If you have money, you can freeze your eggs. If you have, you know, if you have money, you can do other things. You can freeze your eggs. You can have a surrogate. You can... Do more things. You have a little bit more time and freedom and accessibility to services like that. But some of us don't have that ability. And plenty of us are single. I'm not single. I live with my boyfriend. And I don't feel that pressure. But I also am somebody that no matter what, I always said to myself, whether I have a man or don't, I will want to have kids and I want to adopt slash foster kids. So if I was single, Thomas and I blow up and we don't work out. I know that if I'm financially stable enough to, I want to foster kids slash adopt a kid with or without a man. Point blank. That's who I am. I also know that if I get married to Thomas and we try to have kids and I can't have kids, I'm willing to adopt. If you know, we have kids. Great, fine. I don't want to put my body through that, but you know, I'll do it. So I think personally, I'm very okay with what life has to give, which makes each birthday a little easier. Because I'm like, oh, I used to, you know, I really wanted to go to law school last year. And I'm like, fuck, I didn't get into the school I wanted to go to. And I could be at that school right now if I had worked harder, studied harder, did more. But 
I got into a law school and I was like, mm, is this really worth the cost? And I adapted and I changed and I grew and I was like, mm, this doesn't feel right at this time. Maybe in five years, maybe in two years, three years, one, five, ten, whatever. Maybe in some years, I'll decide I want to go back to law school or business school or whatever, finish my graduate degree, whatever. Maybe it will come. But at this point in my life, I don't feel that it's necessary for me to go to school right now. And you know what? I'm glad I didn't because I am happy with where I'm at right now. And I've pivoted and I'm jumping into a career in tech startups, which I didn't even fucking know anything about tech startups. I didn't know shit about the tech world. And I still really don't. And I didn't know anything about business. I'm, I'm doing a lot of business stuff and social media stuff and sales and marketing and ops. I'm doing a million different things. And I didn't know about anything. But I was smart and I took a chance and my bosses took a chance on me and they believed in me and I believed in me and it's been going well so far. It's only been a couple months, but so far I think it's been all right. And I know sometimes shit hits the fan and that's not great, but I just think letting, like, it's easy to have a plan and then you're like, life's getting the way, it's not happening, blah, blah, blah. But we need to have loose plans. I said this on the last podcast with routines and stability. Routines are great, but they can't be so stringent. They have to be kind of loose routines. You need to be flexible as well. And life is about balance. So for me, again, I said it, birthdays are just great times to reflect on what you've been doing, what your goals are for this new year. Maybe make a fucking pensions board or dream board or whatever they're called. I made one at some point. It was like... It was like, I want this Chanel bag in this house and this yacht. It was very stupid. I did this like a few months ago and I don't know. I wanted to destroy it after I made it because I was like, why did I pick all these shitty, like, shallow objects? I said a good job, I think, too. But there were some other things I put on there. Podcasting was one of them. Be Joe Rogan was on there. So let's make that happen. Honestly... I just want to get to the level where I could interview Joe Rogan and then I think we'd have a great chat. And it's not because I admire him and it's not because I hate him. It's just, and I'm going to do a podcast about Joe because I bring him up constantly because he's a fucking, he's just such an interesting being. Um, and all I have to say about that is I do not support a lot of what he does but I don't hate him. I don't hate anyone. I don't spend the time hating people. It's too much. Work. But anyways, you can make a goals list. Again, I think I said this in the last podcast. If you write down your values, it's easier to see where your goals are. It's easier to look at your life objectively and say, what am I not doing to meet these goals? Where am I not putting myself out there? Where am I not trying hard enough? Why am I not trying hard enough? The last two years, I was like, shit, I haven't done anything. I feel like a pathetic amoeba i kept saying i'm an amoeba i'm an amoeba i'm not doing anything i've been in my bed for 52 straight days and that is not great but it happens 
and it's a part of life. And I was going through a pandemic just like everybody else. And I was in New York City and I felt already a little bit anxiety about moving to a new city. And then on top of that, I didn't have a lot of friends. And not to say I didn't have any friends. I wanted to, I realized that I said in the last, I think it was the last podcast, that I didn't, I don't have any friends, but I did have friends that I really like and appreciate. And I'm so happy I met. I just didn't have a community in the way that I was used to having in New Orleans. So it's okay that things get in the way because sometimes your mental health holds you back from things. And then you go, okay, how can I improve my mental health so that I can take these steps towards achieving my goals and my dreams? And sometimes it's as simple as, hey, I want to start flossing. I don't floss. I did floss. I don't floss now. I used to floss and I liked it. And I want to start flossing again. Sometimes it's just as simple as that. I want to floss again. Why don't I floss? Well, I hate regular floss and the toothpick thingies feel wasteful. Okay, so what can I use instead? Those little, I think they have little tools that you can use to floss and then you can replace the floss itself, but not the whole plastic thing. So I think I'll, I think I'll get one of those for my birthday. Happy birthday to me. And it can be as simple as, hey, I want to feel this way in this new year. I want to feel more appreciative. I want to feel more joy in this year. I want to be happier. I don't want to let my hormonal psychoness control how I treat my boyfriend. Or, you know, every time my partner comes home, I want to ask him how his day is, smile at him, be nice. You know, it could be things like that as well. Whatever your goals are, they don't need to be, hey, I want to make, I don't want a $10,000 raise. It can be, but it doesn't need to be. It doesn't need to be huge. It doesn't need to be small. It can be whatever you make it. And I just think it's so, so good to sit down and measure where you've been at. And I might suggest um, Jen Atkin, a really famous hairstylist. She has a really good, I'm sure it's on her Instagram somewhere. It's a layout for tracking goals. And she does it every six months. And she does goals. She'll break it down by spirituality, health, mental health, family, friends, and work, I think. Something like that. And she'll write down different things for all of it. So it's broken down. And then she also, if you check out her page, she does habit tracking, which you can print those off. Google habit tracker and print it off. And if you're like, I want to do yoga five days a week, type just do yoga. And then you literally check off the weeks. So that's a great way to, to get in good habits as well. What else? Yeah, she, so Jen Atkin, I think it's at Jen Atkin, or Jen Atkin Hair. I don't know her thing, but she has some great tips about setting intentions. And in therapy, that's all I talked about is setting intentions, being intentional in my life. And sometimes you think you're being intentional. I thought I was being intentional applying to law school. And I was being intentional in that I was doing something with effort but I wasn't I was still using it as like an escape 
and now I'm trying to also I'm trying to be intentional and also live in live in my own body and in the moment and in my being. And this sounds fucking weird and mumbo jumbo-y, but I think it, it's important to be both true to yourself, true to your emotions, and not let them control you, and still be working towards a goal. And that, to me, is, as I've gotten older, I've learned these things. And it's so easy to be like, oh, you know, I miss college. It was so fun living with all your best friends or whatever it is. But I also love getting older. I love seeing new parts of my life and learning things and then being able to, you know, jump on a podcast and talk about them or write a note to myself and be like, I learned this this year or listen to other people's podcasts or read or I'm just absorbing more and more information. And it's just so great. It's great to let go of what doesn't serve you and hold on to what does serve you each year. And it's great to meet new people and try new things. And I think that is how I enjoy my birthday each year. Whether it's good, bad, or in between, it is a moment in time that I, you know, I probably have a picture from every birthday in my life and I can look at that picture and be like, and remember, oh yeah, that was when I was crying because I got salt water in my eyes when I was on vacation with my family. Or, oh, that moment was after I had a great surprise 16th birthday party oh, that was the year that this person died or that was the year I got my, yeah, I graduated college or whatever. And each year, you just have to realize that it's not so much about, it's not ooh la la, look at me, like it's my birthday, pay attention to me. It's, wow, I've enjoyed this time with all of you and I'm glad you're here spending this time together to celebrate another year of life and I hope we all continue to do life together and if you don't that's okay too like if people you hang out with that you for your birthday and then the next year you don't even talk to them that's okay too it's it's just kind of a, a a moment in time that you can appreciate for what it is and then you can look forward to tomorrow and also respect the past and learn from it and i that's what i like about birthdays I think it's important to be introspective about them. And if you're feeling a lot of feelings about your birthday, then you got to dig into that. I feel pretty neutrally about my birthday. Sometimes I'm nervous. It depends on the year, though. Like, if I feel like I wasted the year, then yeah, I get it. I feel a little nervous. But for the most part, I'm not. It's just another day. It's just an excuse to spend time with your friends or family or whoever you want and to do whatever the fuck you want because it's your birthday. If you want cake, eat cake. If you want sushi or a lobster dinner or to fly away by yourself and be alone or to go to the movies alone or whatever, do it. I take my birthday off every year from work. It's a day that I get to respect myself and my time and enjoy. So do that. I do have some tips for birthdays if you want to hear them. Hopefully they will help you. 
And honestly, these are just to be help you not be an asshole on your birthday. I feel like people really hype up birthdays one way or another. They're either like, I hate birthdays. Don't don't do anything for me. Don't do anything for me. But then oftentimes, if you don't do anything for that person, then they actually get mad. And you're like, if you wanted something, just tell me. Because you're being really disrespectful by not being truthful, you know? So my number one tip is don't make it other people's problem. Decide what you want to do and tell people that. And be genuine about it. If you want a huge party, say, hey, I want a huge party, but I don't really want to plan it. But I do want A, B, and C there. So say that, you know? Or plan it yourself, and then you can get everything you want. And I love surprises more than anybody. I love, I fucking love surprises. I love shock value, you know? So I get it. I get wanting to be surprised. But I also get that we're not children anymore. And it's much harder to surprise an adult person who's like, oh, I'm going to plan my own shit. Or who you don't know what they're doing. Or you don't know who they like or don't like. Like, it's just, it's so much harder. When you're a kid, you're like, eh, invite everybody in their class. You can get away with shit easier because they aren't paying attention. Kids are in their own little world. Very different. So if you're an adult person, don't make it other people's problems. Tell people what you want. If people are offering to help or do something for your birthday or are asking you, what do you want to do? Just tell them. Say, hey, I want to get dinner. I'm going to do a girl's dinner. And I want to go to Las Fuentes. I don't know. I just picked a random restaurant. Or, hey, I want to go to the rum house. Pick a place and go. Or I want to go to the movies by myself. I'm not really feeling it this year. I just feel a little emotional. I want to get out of, out of my brain for a bit. Or, hey, I, I, you know, I've been doing this a lot lately. Can we do this? Just pick something. Beach, park day. These are my suggestions for adult parties. Beach day, park day. Depending on where you live, obviously. Like an outdoor thing, if you can. Uh, a concert, if you want to just be like, hey, everyone want to go to this chill concert or music venue, if you really love music, or just your partner or your family. I love, I, every year on my actual birthday, I take off, I do whatever I want, depending on that year, and then I do dinner with my family. And I pick a bougie-ass restaurant, and I eat so much food, and I get cake, and I get wine, and I do it all up. And I fucking love it. And I've been doing it for years. And I don't even care. My friends can invite their friends. As long as my family's there and it's chill people I like, then I don't give a fuck. Last year I did brunch. Actually, oh, last year I went, I was down in New Orleans for a wedding. So I went a little early for my birthday and hung out with my besties. And it was awesome. I went to GW Finn's. With my best friend and her boyfriend, and it was fucking amazing. The biscuits there hit. Go to New Orleans. Honestly, fly to New Orleans for your birthday and go to GW Fins and get the goddamn biscuits. The biscuit boys are killing it down there. 
Biscuit boys. Just kidding. Don't do that. I mean, you should do that. But I get that we're not all going to like fly to New Orleans for our birthdays. But if you want to and you got the cash, I suggest it highly. And go to like a rooftop. Hang out. Hot tin or monkey bar. Monkey. Monkey board. Board. Man. Brain's not working anymore. Yeah, so don't make it other people's problems. Tell people what you want. If you're doing dinner or if you're doing a group thing, try to make splitting the bill really easily easy. And make sure if you want everybody there, don't pick a super bougie expensive restaurant, especially at this age. Because people are all kind of making different money and everyone has different costs. Some people have kids. Some people have dogs, some people have houses, some people are paying mortgages and car notes and all this stuff, school bills, whatever. So if not everyone's, not everyone's in the same socioeconomic situation. So if you want everyone there, pick something cheap, go to, go to do a park day, do a, a beach day and go to Costco and grab some snacks and be like, hey, everybody bring your own beer, whatever. Uh, that's a good recommendation I have. If you really want to go to like a restaurant, there are restaurants that do those. They have those little marketplace restaurants where everyone can just buy whatever they want. That's good because then anyone, everyone could just pay for what they want. And it's more just like hanging out. It's more casual. If you're going to do a sit down dinner, maybe you pay for it and have people Venmo you. But make sure... You know everybody. Hopefully you know everybody. But in college, we definitely have birthdays where, you know, the birthday person did not know everybody. Because <laughs> a friend bought, brought a friend randomly or whatever, things like that. But make sure you know everyone if you're going to put your card down. Or make sure everyone's cool with splitting it eight ways or whatever. Um, I would not suggest a plate sharing situation, especially if the people you're inviting don't all know each other. If you're doing a small group and everybody knows each other plates sharing can just be so awkward and people don't eat enough i go to dinners all the time and it's plates plate sharing situations which i'm cool with if i can order more food if i can't then i'm upset because i'm usually hungry because i'm trying to be polite and not eat everything so maybe not a plate sharing place a tapas place maybe do like pizza or if it's a nicer place make sure everybody has an entree um and if it's going to be expensive, make sure everybody's cool with that. Be, just be socially aware of like people's financial situations. And be okay with them telling you no. If they can't come because of financial reasons, you can always say that in the text or, or the invite. Just be like, hey, this is an expensive restaurant. I get it if you don't want to come. I just wanted you to feel included. Say that to everybody inviting don't pinpoint someone out and say that because you're like oh i think you're poor just invite every invite people you want and be like hey if you can't come no worries no no crush um i usually if for a birthday dinner specifically i go with my family if i can and if i can't i just go with a few people and i'll do drinks before with a group or drinks after with a group just because I don't want everyone to feel inconvenienced about the bill or things like that. Um, and that kind of leads into the last one, is, which is don't expect everyone to want to participate or be able to. 
They might be busy. Having a summer birthday, people are always fucking busy. Um, so they might be out of town. They might not be able to participate because of a whatever happening. Um, and they might be able to not be able to afford it. So if you really want them to come, make sure the people you really want there are in town. Plan something easy and financially affordable for everybody. Like, we're having this brunch at our house. People are going to show up. We're going to have food and cake and whatever drinks. We'll probably tell people to bring their, if they want any special drinks, they can bring their own. I don't know. Thomas might be grilling. I have no idea what what is happening, really, because I'm not planning it. But I know that people aren't going to need to spend any money if they don't want it. They could just show up and hang out. And if they don't like dogs, they don't have to come and that's fine. And we can get dinner a different day or drinks or we don't, they don't even have to celebrate me. That's fine. I'm totally fine with that. And I'm not asking for presents. None of that. Like no presents, not, you know, this is a chill birthday thing. I just think you have to be socially aware about your birthday, especially as you get older. Because when you're kids, you get, you know, everybody gets invited to everybody's party and everybody brings a little gift and you get a goodie bag. Maybe I should do goodie bags. That'd be kind of cute. They just order like Amazon lip smackers and 90s shit and be like, everybody gets a goodie bag. That'd be kind of cute. A little theme party. Also that do not have a theme party where you expect everybody to do something for you. Spend money to be in a costume for you. You can have a theme, but don't expect everybody to show up in that theme. Obviously, it's fun to have a theme. I love a theme. I love showing up and people going all out and all that. I love festivities. I love eventizing things. But, and I know that's not a word, but I like it. I love events. But do not expect everybody to participate. And I I hear about people being like, we're adult women and they're expecting me to show up in a certain outfit and pay this much money and this goes for bachelorettes and bachelor parties too one of my boyfriend's friends sent out an email and was like it was a survey and it said how much would you spend on average for a bachelor party and then he picked something that was within people's price range so that he could have his friends come which honestly is so respectful so nice and they're still going to miami for and they're going to miami florida and I'm sure this guy, I've met this guy a couple times. I'm sure he would not give a fuck if someone couldn't make it. He's not going to have a fit. Um, and I think that is so respectable and nice. And I think that is the move. As we get older, as things get more expensive or people have to fly to each other, we can't expect everybody to show up to everything. We just have to be, if you're really a friend, you're going to understand that not everybody can do everything and it has nothing to do with how they feel about you. Because sometimes people just need to get their shit together and they're struggling in their own life. And true friends are the people that can do, cannot talk to each other for a while and can do their own thing and not feel guilty about it and not be guilted into, oh, you're not spending enough time with me. Oh, this, that. Some people go off the goddamn grid for a while and they need to get their shit together because they're not doing okay or they need to get their financial shit together or whatever. Like, they're getting something together, and it's rude for you to expect anything different. Of course, you can be sad. You can be like, fuck, I wanted my best friends here, and they can't make it. Okay, well, one of my best friends lived in Australia for a fucking few years. I didn't see her for a few years. That fucking sucked. But you know what? We move on. She's, she was in fucking med school. 
you know? And she got a boyfriend, and I love her boyfriend. We're new friends. I have new friends because of it, you know? So I just think it's true friends love each other no matter how far away they are, no matter how long they don't see each other. My dad has reconnected with one of his best high school friends. They didn't see each other for years, and they saw each other. And so many people, I hear stories like that. And it's so nice because people, you know, you have kids, you get divorced, you, shit happens, your parent dies. You're going through it, you know, and sometimes you just need to be alone or sometimes you just need time to figure your shit out because life is a lot. So I think with any events, weddings, birthdays, whatever, as we get older, just expect, don't expect anything from anyone. Just say, hey, this is what's happening. I'd like you to be there because I love you. But if you can't come, no worries. You got a kid. I fucking know. I invited one of my sisters best friends from high school lovely woman i invited her to my birthday thing and well i actually invited both of her best friends from high school and one's out of the country no big deal one has two kids and i was like and my sister was like oh yeah she's probably gonna come and i was like she has two kids i honestly didn't expect her to and she's like no like she wants to come and i was like great that's awesome but like no pressure either way you know and if the day of the babysitter can't come you know can't or her husband can't watch it or whatever then cool, no worries. Like I, just be chill, you know? Balance, be chill and balance and don't take other people's actions as being actions against you. People just have, especially in adulthood, like people have lives. It's not high school where you don't, you know this person doesn't have anything going on and you know that you're all in the same financial bucket and you know they're just being a bitch and they're blowing you off to go see be with some boy they like. This is not that. We're fucking adults now. Be mature. Honestly, now I'm just yelling because I'm annoyed. (laughs) I've just heard so many stories. And I don't hang out with these people because anyone who's that high maintenance and or expects that much from anybody is crazy to me. I don't even expect my parents to do shit like that. Like I tell them and then I'm like, I'm like, haha, can you buy me a Roomba? I really want one. And then, you know, They're very generous people. So if they buy it for me, I'm like, fuck yeah, thank you. But I don't expect them. Like if they were like, uh, no, we're we're financially struggling. We can't do that. I'd be like, okay, I got it. Like I'm an adult. I can respect that people have shit going on. And I've just heard so many stories about people having bachelorette parties that cost $3,000 or people having fits about A, B, and C not happening for their birthday, birthday. And I've experienced stuff like that where friends are just really upset because they didn't get what they wanted. And even in college or even like when we're in high school, I'm like, why didn't you just say you wanted that? You know, like if you had communicated clearly, I'd be happy to go out of my way to get you what you want. If you're like, yo, bitch, if my sister was like, yo, bitch, I really want. I think it's Sweet Alley's. I can't remember the name of the bakery, but it's some gluten free bakery because she has celiac disease. If she was like yo, bitch, I want this for my birthday. I'd be like, cool, I'm 16. I'll drive 45 minutes out of the way because I care about you. And I feel like if I cared about anybody and I had the time, I would go out of my way to do those things. So you just need to tell me what you want. And not everyone would do that. But a lot of people, if you just communicate clearly, you're like, hey, I'm feeling really rough about this birthday because it's... I don't know, because my dad died last year on, the, on, on my birthday, and I don't know how to handle it. 
and you're just like, I just need you to be there, but I don't really want to do anything. Then cool, I'm sure that whoever you're talking to would just be there. Bring over some fucking chocolate ice cream. Watch Stranger Things. Or sit in silence, or whatever you need. People will give you what you need. People, for the most part, respect your needs and wants. Especially if they care about you. Like, this isn't some bitch on the street. This is your best friend. This is your mom. This is your sister. And sometimes those people are bitches. But you have somebody in your life that cares about you. So if you communicate with them in a caring way about your needs and wants, they're going to try to make that happen. So I guess the number one tip about birthdays, just tell people what you want. Be clear. Be communicative. Be kind. Be kind. If you, even if you want to take a fucking badass trip to Italy, that's what you want to do. Plan it in advance. Save money. If you want your friends to come, tell them you really want them to come. Understand if they can't. But if they can, tell them in advance so they can save up some money so that they can go to Italy with you for your birthday. And tell them, hey, I want to do A, B, and C there. This is what I want to do. It's going to cost this much. The cheapest way to do it. Just be respectful, you know? Be socially responsible. Be not socially responsible, but like socially in that you're socializing with your friends not socially responsible in like broader sense be responsible with your action and be kind and be courteous and be conscientious of other people's limitations so (laughs) i'm all hyped up i'm all hyped up on mountain dew because honestly what is that from i'm all hyped up on mountain dew from a show Gonna bother me. I used to say that a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. I want to say ridiculousness, but I know it's not. Anyways, whatever. I'm hyped up because I just think people. It's infuriating when people do want to tell you what they want. And that's. And then, you know, my boyfriend's like, I'm trying to throw you a surprise party and you're just trying to do it on your own and then you ruin the surprise. And I was like, bro. I'm trying to be less of a pain in the ass by just doing what I want. And even letting him plan this is giving me anxiety because I'm like, what if he forgets? Like, what if we don't get enough food? What if he forgets about A, B, and C, blah, blah, blah. I I feel a lot of stress about letting other people control situations that involve me. Not everything, obviously, but... Especially if the attention's going to be on me, I would feel stressed. I feel stressed. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'll let you know. Next, next pod, next potty, I'll let you know how the party went. Sure, it'll go fine. Maybe I'll do goodie bags. Goodie bags could hit. That'd be so fun. I bet Amazon has, like, ass goodies. It's so fun. Goodie bags are hilarious. I wish I was putting this out beforehand because then I would pull people an ass. Really cute. I'll ask people who can't come because they don't live in Chicago what they think. I'll let y'all know how it goes. If I stress out, I always stress clean before people come over, so... I'll let you know how that all goes. But thanks for listening to me rant. I hope you all have an incredible day.
And I love you all. Bye.